You're listening to The Hustled Up Podcast, a lifestyle and business podcast jam-packed with tools and tips to help you navigate your business, career, and life as a goal-getter, big dreamer, and multi-passionate doer. Grab your coffee, turn up the volume, and get ready to hustle up. What is up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Hustled Up. We are your hosts. I'm Holly. And I'm Laura. And before we jump into anything at all, I just wanted to quickly remind y'all that if you love what you're hearing, be sure to rate, review, and subscribe. Those five stars really help us get our message out there, which we are putting out for free. Like You guys are getting business advice that in some of which we paid for <laughs> for free. And so all we ask in return is a five-star rating because it really just helps us get our message out to more people. And we absolutely love helping you guys. It truly, like, sets our souls on fire um so we love it so you know we appreciate you guys leaving those reviews for us all right um let's jump into just like a little weekly recap laura what have you been up to oh man i mean i feel like we say this every single week but this was a stressful one because you know those changes i know we keep talking about how all oh, our business is going through changes because of the coaching program this week hit hard where we holly and i were like okay it's go time time to make these changes now so i feel like this week and the upcoming weeks are just going to be super super stressful but very rewarding with a big payoff so we didn't clean a ton this week we did have a couple new clients that were super tough you know not the clients themselves the jobs because initial cleans are always tough that holly and i did but i feel like it was just stress on the back end to be honest but we did get a pool day in today so i really can't complain too much yeah and you know what the weather wasn't even that great and i'm sitting here with sunburn so it's pretty cool (laughs) <laughs> it was nice to get out and you know my mom came with us and you know my mom needs it too she's going through a pretty rough season and she really needed that so I was so happy to get out with her I spent the weekend with like all of my nieces and uh they're always just such a pleasure and a joy and they bring me so much happiness and yesterday um we went to a karaoke night that we had been planning for so long now like so long and so It was really fun to just get out and let loose and forget about life for a little while and sing happy songs and drink all the drinks and just have fun. So after a stressful week, don't forget to take it from us. Don't forget to reward yourself and treat yourself to a fun night. You deserve it. And, you know, sometimes it doesn't feel that way. Or at least for me, you know, it doesn't feel that way sometimes, but you do. You deserve it. So make sure you're, you know, treating yourself to a night out every so often. Yeah, I had a blast, honestly, last night. It was so much fun. Oh, my God, the hangover this morning sucked, but I was woke up, and I was like, oh, that was so worth it because it was just so much fun, and our friend group is so awesome. Like, I really had a moment last night while we were all out at the karaoke bar all dancing together, and I was like, man, I have the freaking most awesome friend group. Like, seriously. I know. We are definitely blessed to have amazing, like, company, but you know what? You choose to keep amazing company, I think. I mean, I'm sure for some people we just get lucky a little bit, but I know for me, I'm very picky about who I keep in my life, and, Mm -hmm. like, the bad energy, people who make me angry or frustrated, those are the people I tend to, you know, keep at a distance, so I only try to keep good company, and I think that's, like, very important. Oh, yeah. But, (laughs) (laughs) But it was a a lot 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 of fun we 
it, at one point the the dance floor was like a mosh pit like we let's talk about that for a minute my former emo really came out last night oh my gosh that's probably why my neck is hurting I just realized I was yes. begging. Oh my God, that's got to be what my legs are sore. Are your legs sore? I swear to God, I'm not lying. My legs are sore from dancing all night. Girl, let me tell you, once you hit 30, everything aches. Oh like my, my God. My hangovers aren't even necessarily hangovers anymore. It's just a day of body aches. It's like so bad. Even when the hangover has gone, like everything just hurts. My feet were hurting this morning. They're still kind of achy. My neck is killing me. And I literally forgot that I was headbanging. So that makes a lot of sense and um you know i just i can't hang anymore but it's it's always worth it you know and then we got to go to have a nice relaxing day at the pool chill i took a nap today i had to i had to nap today like i just i'm 31 taking naps but you know what you do what you gotta do sometimes all right (laughs) exactly you do what you do to get by you could you know it's fine yeah then i woke up i ordered a salad it'll be here soon i was like laura let's get this episode recorded and that's what we're doing and we have such a good episode for you guys today. I am so excited to present this topic because you guys know that we are in a coaching program. Laura's actually in two coaching programs and we've been learning a lot, lot, lot. And there were some things that I've been hearing that I kind of just took a step further. I've done research. I've been thinking about how I can apply what I've been learning to our own business. And this particular topic really just like, I don't know what it did, but it made me like really feel like, oh my God, this is like, really good shit and I want to pass this information along to you guys I want to talk about branding and a lot of people probably think that you know branding is just having a pretty logo but it is so much deeper than that and we're gonna talk all about it so if you are a business owner an aspiring business owner uh someone who is um if you have, whether you have a small Etsy shop or you're big and you're just not sure where you're going with your business, what direction you're going in, you definitely want to listen to this branding episode. So make sure you stay tuned. Hey, bestie, ever experienced the pain of spilling red wine on the carpet? Or maybe the kids had some oopsies while potty training? Trust us, we've been there. You already know about that time my boyfriend spilled an entire smoothie pitcher on my new carpet. Oh my gosh, what a nightmare that was. But don't stress, people. We got a solution for you. Our carpet cleaning surface reduces and even removes stains from food, pets, and emerly boyfriends. It leaves your rug smelling beautiful and fresh. And did you know we can even shampoo your couches, too? What are you waiting for, friend? Give us a call at 631-397-0177 for a free quote. And be sure to find us on Instagram at Shores and More. Okay, so when Holly presented that she wanted to do this topic to me because she just listened to a ton of branding information from our, you know, coach, she first presented me with the definition, which it's so silly, but you think you know what something is, but I think it's so awesome that you looked up the definition, Hall, because (laughs) you never really think to do that. So what does branding mean by definition? The promotion of a particular product or company by means of advertising and distinct, distinctive design. The process of branding should be considered in global terms, which like it's so obvious, but it's also like mind blowing in a way. You know what I mean? 
Yeah. And, you know, it's like you could look up a dictionary definition and be like, oh, okay, well, that, you know, I, now I know everything. <laughs> but it's not true. And the reason why I wanted to give you guys the actual definition is because I feel like this definition is what a lot of people think branding means. Oh, it means having a pretty logo and like a consistent color scheme. And don't get me wrong, those things are important when it comes to branding and marketing and just being recognized. But branding goes so much deeper than just, you know, a pretty color scheme and logo. It is literally your business's personality and your business's story. And people are probably like, what? Like, how many your business have a personality? But when people contact your business, right, or, or when they want to contact or, OK, here, let me let me take it back. Let me take it back a minute. <laughs> when they are looking for a particular like product or service that falls within your industry, right? What is going to make your business stand out? What is going to make you stand out from your crowd? Because let's be honest, more often than not, it's not going to be your pricing. If you are do if you are serving a quality product, a quality service, to be honest, I think that you don't want to be the cheapest <laughs> unless you're Walmart. Like you don't, you know, you don't want to be the Walmart of your brand because unless that is what your brand is. But I feel like that shouldn't be what your brand is. <laughs> yes. No, you, you don't want it because to, let, let's be honest. It's going to, that's going to be a constant battle. If you are known for your prices, that is, it is going to be a constant battle trying to be cheaper than your competition. It is something that you are constantly going to have to be researching, keeping up with, figuring out. And it's just something that for most industries doesn't even make sense. And so that's not what you're going to be known for, right? So you're most likely going to be more expensive than a competitor. Why should people buy your product or service? This is what you need to figure out because it's not going to be your price, right? So why should they choose you? Why do they want to choose you? And what's going to draw them into you? Your story, your personality. So I kind of want to, um, I want to take it a step further even and get a little more specific and, on how you can figure out what you are known for. And what you need to do first is you need to determine and define your core values. And you're probably like, okay, what the frick is a core value? What does that mean? <laughs> Simple terms. Your core values are what are most important in your business. They are the most important things in your business that you can essentially guarantee a customer or a client, right? So for us, I would say that our core values are communication and they know this when we do an estimate, they, I, you know, I have it on the website that communication is so important to us and that they can communicate with not only Laura and I, but with our cleaning technicians, uh, relatability, basically just, you know, the fact that we can relate to them and they can relate to us and kind of just be close. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like that's just something that we like and we are known for. And a lot of the people that we clean for are hardworking young people. I'd say that's pretty much our ideal client avatar, which I will I will get into that too. I will get into the client <laughs> avatar. You guys are probably like, okay. The people are like, uh, what are all these terms? Avatar, core values, blah, what? I know, it's crazy. <laughs> we'll get into client avatars in, in a minute. But 
Um, relatability is one of our core values. Friendliness, I would say, is another really important core value of ours. We always tell our cleaning technicians, when you get into that motherfucking house, <laughs> you better tell that person your name. You better say, hey, I'm so happy to be here. My name is so-and-so. I'm going to clean your house today. If you have any questions or comments, you can come talk to me. Things like that. Like that is one of the most important core values of our business because we tell them, we tell our cleaning techs and we do this as well when we are in the fields cleaning that these customers are entrusting you in their home, in their place of work, in their office, whatever it is, they are putting a lot of trust in you to have you go in there. So you better be damn sure that friendliness is a core value of ours because it is so important in this industry. Maybe that's not a core value for you if you own an Etsy shop or something, because maybe it's just not as important. Of course, yeah, you want to be friendly, but maybe you're not going to make that a core value. So you really need to figure out what your core values are going to be. And then our, our last core value that I would say, or, or at least one of them, is reliability. And this is something we take pride in. We really have rarely... And I mean, rarely had to cancel a client due to, you know, a call out or a family emergency or anything like that. We are always trying to be the most reliable, make it to the home. I can't tell you how many estimates we've been on and a customer is like, oh, my last cleaning lady, she just didn't show up for the last two weeks. She would, she was always late. She did this. She did that. I was like, whoa, we would never, first of all, we would never not show up, uh, during COVID, I would say when our entire company caught it, but that's for another episode. Then we had to cancel a couple people, but overall, <laughs> we are very reliable. And that's something we really take pride in. It is one of our core values. So then we, we kind of took those core values, friendliness, relatability, communication. And we were like, what does all of that mean? What, what are we to these customers? What are we to these people? And ever since Laura and I started our business... We were like, okay, we're the friends who clean your house. That is what we want to be. We want to be the friend who cleans your house. So when I was doing like a deep dive into some of my coaching lessons, it, I kind of took it a step further. And I was like, we, we always thought it, right? Mm-hmm. And we always treated our clients like friends. I mean, I go into a client's house and I'm like, hey, I call their, their, um, their animals, like their pets, my fur nieces and nephews, like I, I go there, <laughs> right? Oh yeah, you're like, how is your niece's bar mitzvah? Like literally, like oh, we I know them crazy. on that the personal of a level. We're like, how is this? Like we have this close, intimate, one-on-one relationship with these clients. Yeah, and it's something that I definitely take pride in, and also like I just love it because it it makes the job more fun and kind of more rewarding for me anyway to have that to have this particular and let me just dare I say brand um and be able to like really put it into practice so now we're gonna take it a step further I've really been like brainstorming with Laura like how can we make it more like known like because we're you know obviously it's there but in our marketing and just on our website and stuff we want to make it more known right so i said to laura we've been looking for a tagline for so freaking long we, <laughs> we had so many so like, many so many our business cards currently say cleaning the chaos but a which lot of i do our, like which i do like cute. it's cute but is it like i like that i think it could be used in marketing but is it a tagline and it's then, a little like a bland for me it's a little, a little like anybody could have that tagline yeah yeah exactly 
Um, and then for when we first started our business, because our, our business's name is Chores and More, it was for those who simply need to get shit done. Quite literally, that's what it was. Because we wanted yeah, to be more real and, and relatable, <laughs> you know, and a little just real and raw. So we wanted that. Yeah, we had a little like asterisk in the in the word shit. It was kind of funny. And we were like, wait, that's a little mm, that's a little weird. And then our some of our marketing materials just say Long Island's boutique cleaning service. And I'm like, that's kind of lame. Like that really doesn't, doesn't establish anything. And that just seems very prim and proper for our, for our brand. Uh, So I was like, wait, I don't think I like that either. And then I had one, which I love. I think it says it on the website. It just is no mess, no stress, which I really like. I really do love that one. I think it's cute. And that could definitely be used in marketing materials. But I said to Laura, I was like, we need a more specific tagline. Like I want something really specific that we can use across the board. It, like in our emails, in our uh, paper marketing, on our website, on our social media, when we're doing content, like everything. So I said, Laura, we are the friends who clean their house. What if the tagline is just simply your newest cleaning bestie? Or maybe your cleaning bestie. I'm working on this. But <laughs> it's a work in progress. But I was mind blown. I was like, Oh, like this is like <laughs> such a simple concept that we've been we've been articulating to each other and to our clients and to our employees that this is our brand and this is our culture but to put it su- into such a simple phrase my mind was like and it's it all comes together full circle guys because again holly said you want to tell your story what's your story what's mine and holly's story we're besties since birth and most of our clients do know this it says it on the website we have articulated it to some of our clients, but have we really pushed this to the forefront where this is what we're known for? Not yet. So why don't we start doing that? Yeah. So I already changed our TikTok bio. It says you're cleaning besties. And then it says featuring dances, tutorials, and business education. Cause our TikTok features a lot of um, business education as well. Cause we don't have a hustled up TikTok. So shameless quick plug be sure to follow towards more because you're going to get more than just cleaning you're going to get more than just cleaning and silly dances you are going to get business education over there too but anyway uh i do plan on changing it on the company instagram and then i was like for our you know to make it really cute and just more known and all of that i figured that we could do even when we're creating content for chores and more like, Oh, Hey, it's your cleaning bestie or Hey bestie. It's your friend Holly here. I got this cleaning tutorial for you guys. Just kind of keep like honing in on that. We're friends. We're the friends who clean your house. You can trust us to clean your house. You can rely on us to do a good job. We're not going to bail on you. What like, are we, we're the great friend who cleans your house. That's what I want us to be known for. And you know what? I think that it's amazing. I love it. It kind of goes back to our story. It can be used within our employee culture to like our company culture, you know, not, and we'll do a whole episode on on employees. You don't want to like be besties with your employees. Okay. Let me just say that. We learned that the hard way guys, (laughs) but, but you know, it is important to always, you know, kind of, you want your employees to feel like they can be friendly with you and vice versa. You don't want your employees to be pawns on your chessboard, right? So we were like, we can have, you know, we can talk about that. And then I was telling Laura, oh, when we book a new client, because we're changing some of our, our um, operations model, if you will. And so when we, a new client books, I was like, we could send them an email and assign them like a cleaning bestie or a cleaning friend or like whatever. So it could say, oh, hey, thanks for booking. Here's when your service is going to be. And this is your new cleaning best friend. 
just something super cute. It's a little cheesy. It's just perfect. I'm a fan of cheesy. I really am. And it's, it's what we like to be known for. And so you need to figure out what your core values are first and foremost and how you can put those into your brand and think about your story. Why did you start your business? What is your why? Why are you passionate about what you're doing? Why um, should someone choose you over your competitor who maybe might be a few dollars cheaper? And you can even think, you know, if you really just need ideas, you can think about companies out there. You know, you can think about companies who are operating today like Domino's, right? What are they known for? They're known for speed. Like they are going to deliver fast. Are they going to give you the best tasting gourmet Italian pizza? No, (laughs) but they're going to give you a pizza and, you know, not that much time. I I think for a while they were uh, guaranteeing an amount of time that you could receive the pizza. What are they known for? They're known for fast delivery. Uh, Any fast food chain, right? Are they known for being healthy? No, but they're known for being fast. They're known for being convenient. You can run through the drive-thru and get your food and it'll be quick. Do you know what I'm saying? Does that make sense? That makes Uh, perfect sense, honestly. (laughs) Everything you're saying, I'm like, yes, because I feel like people too often also try to be for everybody. So for example, like you said, Domino's, is that going to be for everybody? Absolutely not. That's going to be for the person that's looking for a quick meal, maybe a mom who has a soccer game tonight and she's got to take her kids here and take her kids there and she needs something quick and fast. So then she's going to go to order Domino's or go through the drive-thru at McDonald's. However, a couple looking to celebrate their one-year anniversary they're not going to want Domino's because they're going to want a gourmet, delicious experience. So you kind of have to think about that with your business too. You can't be for everybody. So you need to pick a specific group of people who you are going to be for, who you think you'd be good for, and then market specifically to that group of people. Yeah, I feel like this is a mistake we've been making for a very long time. And I feel like this is probably a mistake that a lot of people make. And what happens is you end up serving people that you don't you don't really vibe with (laughs) like it's it's the best way to put it people who don't value you because they don't care about your brand or what you have to offer or sometimes you just end up you know dealing with people who are only price shopping and so they're going to give you a problem when you give them a price that's higher than that of your competitor so you don't want to deal with any of that. That's just a waste of your time. It's frustrating. So this also kind of goes into determining your client avatar. And I do want to talk a little bit about this, but maybe we can go deeper in another episode about it. But uh, a lot of people say client avatar, ideal customer, uh, however you want to word it. It's who you want to market to, who your brand is going to serve. So for us, I don't think our brand, your cleaning bestie, is going to serve well for a Generation X or baby boomer who probably wants somebody who is going to show up in khakis and a polo and call them ma'am or sir. And not that there's anything wrong with that, but that's just not our brand. That's not who we are. In fact, I would never call one of my customers, ma'am, I would never do it. 
I call my nieces ma'am. I save that for them because it's funny. But that's about it. So (laughs) it's just not who we are. So maybe that's not our ideal avatar. In fact, I think our ideal avatar is someone who kind of is more like us. Someone who values that friendship that we're going to offer, who values that reliability and that communication, someone who works really, really hard, maybe, whether it's a stay-at-home mom who's working really hard to take care of her kids, someone who is a career woman, and I say woman because ideally, in our industry, we are servicing women. And even if, you know, the customer, is, you you know, most of our customers are married to men and stuff. But in most cases, our point of contact is a woman. And that woman is somebody who usually it is the woman who is wanting the cleaning service, who is that, va- you know, who values the cleaning, you know, that's usually how it goes. So that's who we are marketing to. Probably someone who is in our age group, probably a millennial or somebody who maybe is a little bit older, but overall somebody who's probably more our age because then, as we said, one of our core values is relatability. So we want our customers to be able to relate to us and we want to be able to relate to them. So you need to use those core values, your brand, your story to figure out who is going to value that brand who is going to love that brand, who is going to love that story that you have, who's going to love your business's personality and who's going to vibe with it. I mean, if you think about just regular life, you know, you don't get along with everybody, but that doesn't mean that that person that maybe you don't like very much, maybe that person who you're like, oh, I can never really see myself being friends with that person. I don't really like them. That doesn't mean that they don't have any friends. It just means that maybe you two aren't suited for each other. And the same goes for business relationships. And, So you just need to keep that in mind. You're not going to be for everybody. Who is your ideal client? Who are you going to serve? Who is going to most appreciate and value your service, your story, what you're offering, even if your price isn't the lowest? Exactly. And I don't think your price ever should be the lowest, quite frankly, because that's another thing. Unless you're trying to be, I already said this, Walmart, you shouldn't be Walmart because somebody that's price shopping, they might not care that we're super good with communication relatability, friendliness, reliability. You can't fit a square peg in a round hole. So again, you need to figure out what you have to offer because that's genuinely what you're going to be able to offer and what's going to come through in your business model and your brand. So I would just reiterate, don't try to be something that you're not, which is why those core values are so, so important. Yes. And then you use that story, that brand, You use all of that to come up with your logo to do, you know, all that fun stuff. Think of your color scheme. Like, you know, if your brand, I'm trying to think of like a specific example. Um, But if you're, if your brand is maybe your client avatar is a, uh, is a, okay. (laughs) Is let's say you sell protein powders to men right like your brand is that you you sell protein powders to men this is the only thing I could think of I don't know why (laughs) but you're not gonna choose like a pink logo with like sparkles right (laughs) like you're you're like let's say your core values are you know um I can't think of anything right now but like obviously your brand is for men like they like your client avatar is a man maybe it's somebody Maybe these protein powders are for young men or something. So you use all of that to think of a color scheme and a logo and marketing and even like your, it goes even down to your copywriting. Like all of those things, 
to communicate and speak to and attract these young men manlier colors or you know you know what i'm trying to say like a more masculine color scheme a more masculine type logo who you want to appeal to and so you need to make sure before you start going and getting a logo thinking of your color scheme thinking of your copywriting is also so important guys like i could talk about that forever because i'm very passionate about it and i i served as a copywriter for a few years in corporate before i went on my whole ass entrepreneurial journey but like how you are going to what your voice is going to sound like in writing on your website on your social media on your marketing campaigns uh your email campaigns on your in our case door hangers your brochures like you need to think about all of these things and it it is pretty deep but for us getting down to such a specific brand you're cleaning bestie you're cleaning best friends you're cleaning friends it makes it so much easier to think of a color scheme you know which ours is very um I guess you would say like gender neutral (laughs) yeah which we did that on purpose we you know when we went into business we knew that we wanted to be able to hire both men and women which I'm not saying that if you have girly color scheme you can't hire men but I just know that you know a lot of female-owned cleaning businesses or other businesses do have pink or very feminine looking logos and we never wanted to make anybody feel uncomfortable in what they were wearing so we very strategically made our color scheme very gender neutral Yeah. And I think it's still very like quaint and beautiful and perfect because we did keep in mind that we would be marketing to mostly women. So we don't have like a red and black. Like I feel like red and black is very like, like, uh, (laughs) I clean, like, (laughs) oh, I clean for you. Like that was not what we wanted to go for. So we have a very nice, beautiful teal, um, you know, uh, color scheme and like our copywriting, our copy, if you go on our, on our website, on our social media, it's very like, I can't think of the word, but it's like, like casual almost. It's casual and casual. fun. Yes. Like obviously like Holly does all our copywriting and she's very, uh, you know, she has great grammar. She has wonderful, beautiful, eloquent writing style. However, it's also very conversational. The way that our website is set up, the way that our Instagram posts are, the way we speak on stories, everything is very conversational. And we do that very intentionally so that it comes across like we're speaking to a best friend and not, hello, mama, sir, I'm going to dust up to bottom. And then, you know what I mean? It's not rigid. It's very like, I don't know, communicative. Like it's yeah. literally like you're having a chat with your bestie. Yeah. And it goes back to the core value of communication. I mean, it just all ties together. So, you know, it's a lot to think about, but once you figure out what your brand is and what your story is, everything else kind of just follows suit and it starts to all make sense. You know what I'm saying? It all starts to make sense. What you want to be known for and who is going to value you, how you're going to communicate with them and all of that. And then eventually you're just going to, it's going to naturally start to happen. You're going to naturally start to attract the people who are going to pay your price because they just value what you have to offer. They value your story and your, your business's personality and even who you are as the owner, that's equally as important. Um, and then eventually it'll kind of just starts to work out. So let's go back and just, I really just want to, I feel like this was like a deep information packed episode. So like, let's take it back a step and just kind of summarize what I spoke about. And, um, you know, maybe get a pen and paper. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. I think I'm going to get a pen and paper. <laughs> uh, 
So first I spoke about how business, uh, I'm sorry, how branding is your business's personality and story. How can you determine what that is? First, you need to set and define your core values. So what is most important to your business and within your business? Um, and then Laura, what, what else did we speak about? I, I, you know what? We went on so many tangents. We spoke about your client avatar, right? Determining who your client avatar is because you can't market to everybody. Mm-hmm. Who is what your story client? is. Yes. And then how those, what, well, where, yes, where you came from, what drives you in your business. People want to know that. People want to know why you're doing what you're doing and why it's important to you. So your story, where you came from, all of that. And then how you can use all of that. Once you've determined all of that, once you've defined it, once you've gotten it on paper, how you can use that to show the public what you're known for and what you're offering. Does that make sense? Is that cool? Did I, did I do that right? (laughs) You did. No, you summed that up. Great. I feel like the first step is those core values because literally I'm sitting here looking at it right now. Communication, relatability, friendliness, and reliability. What did those words make you think of? A friend. Those are the aspects that you're going to want in a friend and it just ties together so beautifully. So I feel like for anybody who's listening to this episode and you're like, whoa, this is overwhelming, client avatars, you know, core values, literally, you might not know who your ideal avatar is, but you're going to determine everything through your story and through those core values. And your ideal avatar is most likely going to find you. You might not know who that is right now, but your core values will tell you who that avatar is and who's going to value those values and who's going to be in line with what you want. And you know what, Laura, like I, I just had this thought while you were talking, how many clients have we met? I mean, not all of them. We've had so many, but there are a few clients who we met who we presented that relatability and that communication and that reliability in such a way that they are our friends. I mean, we have clients who text us. I'm thinking of Rosa. Hey friends, I need to get a deep cleaning in. Let me know when you can come. And I'm like, this is like, so I met, we have met so many friends in our business. We are so lucky. I don't know if everybody is that lucky, but this brand that we have has afforded us so many awesome literal friendships. Not that that even has to be a thing, but damn, how well have we been marketing and branding ourselves without even realizing it to have made amazing friends I mean that's just so funny to me that's so true like literally even our good friend Carissa we as a client she wasn't a friend that turned client her Rosa I could think of another couple offhand that didn't start as friends whereas I don't think about them now as clients I think about them as friends first yeah and it developed through our business. I mean, even just going off of that, how many people have said that they hired us because they like us and would, wouldn't mind having us in their home. They feel comfortable enough to have us in their home because they saw us be it on social media, acting silly, acting goofy, acting warm and inviting. And that's who they wanted in their house. Cause our business is very personal. Having, trusting somebody to be inside your home is an extremely intimate thing. And no matter what service-based, product-based business, I think that it is so important that trust is always going to be in there. So you have to get people to know, like, 
and trust you because that's who they're going to want to use. If you have two identical services and they're pretty much the same, they're right around the same price, which one am I going with? I'm going to go with the one that makes me feel welcomed, that I can trust, and quite frankly, that I like and that I vibe with. Yeah. And that all is done through branding. Boom. Mic drop. Period. Okay. (laughs) No, that was good. This was an information jam-packed episode, and I'm literally like, all right, I have to go take notes on on our brand now. (laughs) But it's true. You guys are going to be seeing it, and we'll probably do more episodes on this because we really are revamping and changing things and really going to go hard with our branding. So maybe we'll do a follow-up on some of those changes and how they've worked for us. I love that. I really do. I love that. <laughs> Thank you for presenting good. us to this topic, Holly. This topic was awesome. Thanks for bringing it to the table. Oh, no problem. I think I might be like passionate about this or something. It's weird. I really felt like I was I was loving I was loving that whole thing. I really felt I really loved that. I really did. <laughs> <laughs> if you guys loved it, please slide to the DMs and tell us how much you loved it. Or I would love to hear other people's brands. I find it so fascinating to hear other people's brands and other people's stories. It's so unique and interesting to me. I don't know. I'm a nerd. Yeah. And don't keep it private. Like put that, put that on your website, put that on your, you know, cause I feel like that's what we did. We kind of hit it. And now I'm like, no, no, no. We, everybody bestie, everybody mm-hmm. bestie. And they, oh, will yeah. fucking, and they will know it, you know? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's jump on over to the Monday morning affirmation. I have a really good one because I really been thinking about this and as you guys know, Laura and I are in a coaching program and we avoided it for a hot minute. And then I was like, girl, we got to just do this you know, we got to And our coach always said, you know, you got it. The best thing you can invest in is your brain. She kept saying, so this affirmation is really good. Look yourself in the mirror. And I want you to think about this and repeat after me. I am my best investment. You are your best investment. I, you know, I think about like, you know, and our coach had said this during one of our, our calls, you know, you could buy a new car, right? But that that value goes down every single year. The Kelly Blue Book value of a car goes down every single year. Mileage gets added to it. And, you know, it just goes down. The value of your car goes down. Pretty much the value of almost anything you own, any material item goes down every single year. Except for housing, because how the housing market's a little cray-cray. But let's... <laughs> We're just going to ignore that part, but your <laughs> brain and yourself and your, and who you are, it, that the value doesn't go down on that. In fact, I think our value increases with age. I really do. And you, when you invest in yourself and whether that being through a coaching program, through your business, like if you're investing in your business, no matter how that may be, you are investing in yourself. Whether it's in your mental health, maybe you're paying for therapy because your insurance doesn't cover it or something. You are your best investment. Take care of that brain and that body of yours because that shit is not going to, your value doesn't go down ever. And it's important to make sure that you are investing in yourself. So get creative with that one and do with it what you will. (laughs) Yes, I love that so much. And it even applies to physical health. Like yeah. it literally applies to everything, everything in yourself. You are your greatest investment, to be honest, because, uh, you know, a car could break. This can happen. Your body, that's all you have. Your body it and is. your mind, that's what that's what you have for the rest of your life. Yes, it is. 
Yes, it is. So take care of it and invest in it. Oh, bitch. Mm, so good. <laughs> so good. Okay. Um, oh my God. I never put in my order for the <gasps> You didn't? Oh my god, mine just arrived actually. I need to go downstairs and get it. I thought it gets cold. It, but maybe I <gasps> you it didn't go through. Oh no, that's so tragic. I'm literally walking down the stairs to get mine right now. I'm so sorry. I know I'm so sorry that that happened to you. That's horrible. Oh my god. I'm sorry. Okay, I'm getting on a tangent. We all we need to do now is plug in our socials and we can hop on out of here and you can eat your diner uh food and diner dinner so let's do that laura where can they find you so you can find me on instagram and tiktok at laura and natoli i could speak laura and natoli <laughs> and you can find me on uh instagram and tiktok at planning and polish you can follow the business on instagram and tiktok at tourism more and obviously, we want you to connect with us and this podcast. And you can find us at Podcast on Instagram. Make sure you slide into our DMs if you ever want advice, if you have a question. Right now, our lessons are totally free. And we would be more than happy to help you. So be sure to slide into those DMs. Or you can shoot us an email, hustledoppodcast at gmail.com. And yeah, let's, uh, I think, you know, I have nothing else to say. So no, I mean, this was great. This is amazing. I feel jazzed. I'm like, oh, I'm ready to go like take on the world. Yes. And I know that some of y'all probably listen to this while you're driving or you're busy. So make sure that you give it a re-listen with a pen and paper because you definitely want to jot down notes for this one. It was a good one. Yes. I had a blast talking about branding and I'm ready to go get our brand so specific. And I hope you guys are too. And go have an amazing, amazing kick-ass week as always. See you next Monday. Bye. Bye.